0: Welcome to Cairo Feast, where we are serving up big helpings of wisdom in the successful practice of chiropractic, the world of entrepreneurialism, and extra servings of mentorship to navigate this wonderful experience we call life. My name is Dr. Jeff Danielson. I've built, bought, and sold many chiropractic practices and currently own 19 limited liability corporations. I love the entrepreneurial spirit and I pay it forward through a company called Big Fish Enterprises. I coach and mentor business owners so they don't repeat the mistakes that I made in my career. Every week, we cover a topic that will help make you a better leader and a better entrepreneur. Or maybe it's just going to be a topic that helps you become a better person. You'll want to share these episodes because in life, it is always better to pay it forward. And now, let's get into today's topic. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve and today I've got an issue that comes up with every single chiropractic entrepreneur that has ever walked the planet. Uh, we um, We are always seen as someone that other businesses think that they may be able to take advantage of and they want our contacts. They want our patients. They want to sell our patients their product, their service, something like that. How do you know whether or not you should look at that as an opportunity or look at that as just something that would take up a lot of your time and probably your money? Um, So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about how to make the most of your square footage in your space because that kind of blends in with this topic. And also, what do you spend your time on? What kind of services do you want to provide in your office? So that is where we are going today. We are going to feast on these topics and I'm excited to share them for you. So without uh, any further ado, let's jump into it. So I was uh, coaching a doctor this week and he was, uh, he's was he got a new practice. Uh, he bought a practice um, that has been in business for you know thirty, forty years, something like that, and it's new to him. He's been in it for just a couple, three months. Um, wonderful young doctor. He is already breaking records um, in this office. So I am so excited for him, proud of him, and uh, it's going to be a very bright future for him. And uh, so he had a, and I'm doing air quotes as I say this. He had a friend in the business or in in business that wanted to offer him, in fact, it was another chiropractor that wanted to offer him the opportunity to meet with, with um, this guy's patients and, um, and sell them on cranial work. And so this outside chiropractor didn't have a space to practice, but he wanted to um, rent a room, or not rent a room, but he wanted uh, my doctor, my client, to um, allow this other doctor to come in, and then he would meet with my client's patients in that room and sell them on more services and other services uh, that are, you know, somewhat similar to you know chiropractic, typical chiropractic services, but different, you know, craniosacral type work. And then he would also do uh, some nutritional counseling and stuff like that. And he just thought this was going to be a great, great opportunity for my client to take advantage of. And why wouldn't you want me to come in and do this for you? I can um, bring tons of value to your business. That was our subject for our conversation. And so I asked uh, a few nice questions very calmly. Um, well, what kind of an arrangement is this? Is he looking to rent the room from you? Because uh, this client of mine has a, like a massage therapy room. So think of a room that's like 10 by 10 um, that is not being used. And he's looking, he's thinking about different ways that he can utilize that space and and make that space um, more profitable. And so Um, I said, so what, what does this guy want to do? Is he, does he want to rent the room from you? And the answer was, well, no, he just wants to come in and use the room. I'm like, oh, okay. So he wants to come in and use the room. And then what kind of an arrangement is this? Like, how do you make money on this? And he said, well, he said that, uh, he would give me 25% of whatever he collects from his patients. So I thought, okay, so so this guy that is coming from the outside basically wants to have an overhead um, of 25%. So $100 comes in, $25 goes out to the doctor that is giving him a space to practice in, and he gets to keep 75% of the profit man, I'd, I'd like to have a, 20, a 25% overhead. That'd be freaking unbelievable. That'd be, that's a, that's a great deal. And, we're, and not only that, but where, where are the people coming from? Are, are these his clients that are coming to meet with him? Or are these your clients, your patients, that are meeting with him? And he said, well, he wants to meet with my patients. Okay, so now you're also providing him with, with his clientele. So your patients, you're, you need to sell for this guy. You need to be his salesperson and sell your patients on the idea that they need to go to him and get craniosacral work. And and in reward for that, you get 25% of what, what he collects and you're not getting any rent for the space. This sounds like a freaking nightmare. This sounds awful. Now, It's another thing if he wants to pay $1,000 a month for the space, okay? Um, It's another thing if he just wants to meet with his own clients in that space. Um, But if it requires brain space, brain capacity, energy from you, as the owner of the practice, you are giving something up that is significant. If you are having to sell this product slash service to all of your patients, to get them to go into that room and to a guy who's not even paying for the space and he's just going to give you a measly 25%, no chance, no chance. Maybe, maybe 60%, give him 40 and you keep 60 for giving him the space and the, uh, the clientele, um, but no chance that, that you're going to do that. So that was an interesting conversation and, I, and maybe I, I just need to put it to you this way and this, this is all businesses so I don't care if you're an accountant and you've got extra space. Um, if you're a uh, real realtor and you've got extra space in your, within your uh, leasing space, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Beware the leeches. Beware of the leeches that are out there that will talk to you as if you're like, hey buddy, How about if I come and use some space? You've got some extra space. Hey, buddy. Okay. Anybody that starts with, hey, buddy, is a, hey, I'm a freaking leech. Okay. That's exactly what they're doing and that's exactly who they are. So no chance. No chance. So let's, let's talk about this subject for a second because if you've got a little extra space in your office, um, maybe it's a room that used to, used to you know, house your, maybe it used to be a dark room uh, back in the old days that for you to process x-rays and, and now you don't, you know, you've got digital and you've, now you've got this new space. Or maybe you had um, a partner leave and his uh, office where he used to work out of or adjust out of is now available. So what do you choose to use it for? And the bottom line is you want every square foot of the space that you are leasing to print money. You want every square foot to print money. And so whatever services are being provided in that space need to print money. They need to be profitable services. Now, one way to, to make money on you know empty space in your office is to rent the space. You know, that's that's kind of a nice gig. You don't have to worry about anything other than, um, you know, find somebody that wants to, to rent a space. You could rent it to a massage therapist. You could rent it to three massage therapists. You know, a massage therapist can typically only see about 20 people a week. So you could probably rent to three massage therapists and charge each one, you know, $700 a month. And now you've got $2,100 a month in rent and that that uh, space, that ten by ten space, is going to print you twenty one hundred dollars a month. Now you're not making anything off of the uh, services that are being uh, done in there. They're keeping hundred percent of their business, hundred uh, percent of their profits, uh, what they collect, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then you're not in in bed with them. You know, you're not you're not having. You have no expenses. Your only expense is that you're paying rent for that space, you know, to your landlord and you're turning around and subletting the space to these three massage therapists or two massage therapists or one massage therapist. That, that is your only overhead. You don't have to you know, buy them a table. It's their business. They are their own business. Um, they're an independent contractor Whatever clients they, they see there are their clients. If they leave someday, they leave with those clients. They're not yours. They go with uh, that massage therapist. Um, but you're not having to pay for massage oil or lotion or uh, sheet service or uh, linens or any of that stuff or fix the table that gets broken. You're not paying for any of that stuff. You're just collecting money every month. Now I've seen people get kind of hosed in this kind of a deal too, because they rent out the space for too little. So they've got a massage therapist that you know kind of wants like all the hours. they don't want anybody else in there. and so it's just just one massage therapist and, oh by the way, I'll give you 400 bucks a month. Get lost. Scram. You know 400 bucks a month., you know, where can you find space for 400 bucks a month? somewhere else. I mean, that's, that's not a good deal. So I've seen people uh, take deals like that because they're like, well, it's just empty space. I might as well get 400. Well, then you get stuck in, in that arrangement and then you can't, you can't get more and you don't, you feel bad about kicking them out or, you know, whatever. And so you get stuck in it and you're stuck in it like forever. So make sure that you're getting a good deal. So, uh, you know, you're going to have to look around and, and figure out what the going rate for, for space is and see if there's some other people that you know that are doing something similar and, and, and make sure that you're getting, getting a decent deal, okay? Um, I think three massage therapists uh, sharing a space like that and splitting the different hours at 700 bucks, uh, so you're, you're profiting 20, 2100 bucks a month, That's, uh, that sounds like a nice deal to me. All right, now, other people you can give uh, the space to or rent the space to. How about an acupuncturist? How about two acupuncturists that uh, share the space? Or how about a therapist, you know, a family therapist or a counselor? Um, You can get uh, two or three uh, counselors uh, to work out of there. A lot of counselors like to work late into the evenings until like eight, even nine o'clock at night and uh, work all day Saturday because that's when people are available. So therapists are often um, good people to get in there and they make pretty pretty good money um, on their therapy and whatnot. So it's uh, it's very reasonable to get five to seven hundred dollars uh, per therapist per month as well for for the use of that space. Now they typically want the space to be pretty nice. so You gotta you know have some uh, you know might have to make sure that the space is is real nice and not dumpy. Um, but but those are great uh, great people to to rent the space for. Now realize too that any of these people. Um, that uh, that rent that space those might be good referral sources for you as well. So there's there's an added benefit. So let's just go back to the massage therapist idea. Okay. So now you got three massage therapists in there, all paying seven hundred dollars a month, and uh, uh, and you have kind of a silent arrangement with them that hey, they're going to refer business to you. You're going to refer business to them for massage, and they're going to refer business to you. Well, it doesn't take long to get a, a you know. So let's just talk about it. What what is a what is a referral worth in your practice? Okay, this this goes back to PVA and how well you're managing your practice. Um, one of the stats that you should be tracking is the case average. What is your case average in your office? Meaning, what is the each case each new patient that starts care what is that what is it worth okay now i hate thinking about you know patients as dollar signs but as a business person you need need to know that when you start a new patient um you should have a history then um, based on your stats you should have a history of what your case average is anything over fifteen hundred dollars is pretty good um yeah, uh, I know at one point I was like $3,200. The more you have a, uh, wellness type practice, the higher your case average. I think I've, I've uh, coached a few chiropractors that had a case average of over 4,000, um, because they had a wellness practice where people just kept coming forever getting their wellness adjustments. Um, currently in my practice, I think our case average is about 2,500 bucks, something like that, 2,800. Um, so if, if, uh, if you think about it, if if they refer a patient to you, um, and your case average is twenty eight hundred bucks, that's twenty eight hundred bucks. So if you have three massage therapists all paying you seven hundred dollars, and if all three just referred you one new patient per month that started care, now maybe they have to refer you two in order for you know one of them to start care, um, but that's twenty eight hundred dollars per um, uh, per therapist. So Twenty-eight hundred plus twenty-eight hundred plus twenty-eight hundred. In addition to the twenty-one hundred dollars rent, all of a sudden this ten by ten space is producing a pretty nice little income. Now, of course, there's a lot of things that were taken for granted in there that they're going to actually refer you those those people. Okay, so you got to work on that relationship, and uh, and maybe you even have something where hey, uh, you know, for every. Uh, for every three people that you send to me that, uh, you, know, that, that you refer over, um, I've got a gift certificate. Or you do some kind, something fun to, to promote that um, so that they refer people to you and uh, vice versa. I mean, you should be sending people to them as well. So anyway, uh, those are some of the unseen things that uh, space can do for you um, and ways that you can make money off of your space. Now, related to this is the subject of your time and your energy. So, um, another subject that oftentimes comes up in, um, in conversations with doctors that I'm coaching around the country is, you know, I was thinking about offering X service in my office. So insert new blinky, shiny service that you might want to offer in your office. Maybe it's, physical therapy, maybe it's uh, fitness classes, maybe it's injections, decompression services, maybe it's hydrotherapy, maybe it's functional medicine, maybe it's nutrition, uh, supplementation, and uh, maybe it's weight loss. You're gonna get into you know, being a weight loss center. Um, there's all kinds of things, and I'm, I'm not poking fun at any single one of these. In fact, they are all valuable services that can be provided at a chiropractic clinic. The question is, should you be providing those services? Should you be doing that? Should you add that to your plate, to the things that you offer? Okay? And, um, you know, I, here's where I, you know, I am extremely vulnerable uh, with you guys, my, um, my listeners, I'm vulnerable with the people that I coach. I am authentic and genuine. I will tell you my shortcomings and everything else because that's just being real. And I, I need to tell you that one of the things I've struggled with over the years is um, is having a good nutritional business within my chiropractic practice. And it, this just seems like a no-brainer. you know It's like I believe in taking supplementation. I mean, I take vitamins myself. I take you know a couple different items. Um, every every single day. I mean, I I take these things. So why would I not you know share that information with my patients? And why can't I have a booming nutritional practice? I, on the one hand, it just seems like such a no brainer, right? Um, but unfortunately, it requires focus. It requires passion. It requires time, energy, and money. It requires all these things to actually do it well. And um, a great friend of mine, man, he is uh, he's got it dialed in within his uh, services, um, how they offer it and how they do it in, in his clinic. And I mean, he's, he, they've had months, they easily can, can make, uh, bring in, you know, $10,000 a month, um, and, and sometimes way more than that, uh, but easily $10,000 a month just in supplementation. And, you know, he kind of looks at me and he's like, man, what are you doing? Why, why are you not doing this? And, and I'm telling him, uh, I bring in like 1500 to maybe 2000 would be a good month, um, at our clinic. He's like, what the heck? What are you doing? Why, why aren't you doing this right? And, you know, on the one hand, I'm like, well, it requires me to talk about it. I mean, I, I got to, you know, I got to sell it to my patients. I got to talk about it. I got I to implement it. I got to do it. I, you know, and then I've got to train people uh, to do these things, et cetera. And on, on the flip side of it, you know, at the time I was having this conversation, I was like, you know, I think I was collecting like 200, $210,000 a month in chiropractic services. And I'm like, I just don't have the brain space to add one more thing. I want to focus on the, on what's bringing me this, the bulk of what's coming into my practice. And so, uh, for me, I didn't want to be bothered with my headspace about something that I would have to, and I'm not, I'm not very smart about nutrition. I mean, it's just not, it's not in my wheelhouse. It's not something I know a lot about. I don't go to seminars to, to learn it. And to be honest, I'm, I'm not terribly interested in, in selling it. Um, and I'm not passionate about it. I'm passionate about chiropractic and the nervous system and, and correcting subluxation. And so that is where I put my time and efforts uh, to bring me income. Now, as you are looking at where you're at in practice, look at the different things that you can offer and look at your plate. How full is your plate? Do you have, do you have time? Do you have capacity? If you do, then fill it with something that, you, that can bring you more income, you know? Um, and it, it is not terribly hard to, you know, if you, if you have a little bit of time to add in some conversations about supplementation and steer people in the right direction so that they can get products from you rather than Sam's Club or Costco or Walgreens, okay? They should be buying it from you. Uh, But it does take some effort and some time. And you can easily add some of these things in. Um, Some of the the other things that I mentioned are a lot tougher. I mean, if you're gonna do injections and and things like that, whether it's Botox or whether it's uh, injections in the knee, um, you know, regenerative medicine, things like that requires, you know, medical doctors on staff and you've got to staff people, uh, physical therapy, which is something that we have in our office. I knew I wanted to offer, you know, uh, exercises and, you know, therapeutic exercises and, and just, we wanted to get better at rehabbing people uh, from injuries, et cetera. We were seeing a ton of athletes in our practice and I don't want to show people how to do exercises and I'm not that good at it. So what did I do? I invested I invested in equipment. I invested in space. I invested in physical therapist, um, uh, you know, practitioners, and I have that in my office to provide those services so that I don't have to deal with any of it. Okay, they deal with it. Yes, there's overhead to it, but I can also get paid quite well for it, and so. Um, but the, some of these things like decompression, et cetera, you got to buy equipment, man. It comes with a, with a price tag. So you got to be willing to pay the price. You got to be willing to hire the people. You got to be willing to manage the people. You got to be willing to buy the supplies, um, you know, pay for the extra insurance or pay uh, lease the extra space, et cetera, all those kinds of things. So, um, you really want to look at what your time is worth and, uh, and you do want to be, um, excited about it. Because if you're not excited about it, um, it, it and I don't care who you are, it's just not going to sell well. So it's got to be something that you really want to do. I've seen that in my own practice with uh, associates. Um, one of the things we offer in our, in our office, we have a, a station where people can scan their feet to to custom. We make custom orthotics for people, and um, you know I, I've had. Associates that are super excited about the orthotics, and they just they think it's great and it's awesome, and they and they sell bunches of them. And then I've had people absolutely having have zero interest, and and they're just not passionate about it, and they sell nothing. I mean, like zero, like negative. (laughs) I mean, it's just terrible. So you have to be passionate about the services that you are talking about, and you can't have 14 different things. To talk about every time somebody comes in, you know, there's got to be a main purpose. There's got to be a main uh, foundational reason for people to be in your office. But then it is kind of nice that you can have some things that people can take advantage of um, uh, from you guys because they're already in your office. You know, it's so easy to just grab a nutritional product while they're there. Um, you gotta have a display. You gotta you gotta show that you have it. You gotta have it, you gotta have slides on your uh, program on your TV screens so that people can see, oh, they carry that here? I didn't know that. I didn't know he had pillows. Well, yeah, I mean we got pillows right there. It's the best pillow. That's the one I use right there. I've been using it for that last year and a half. That is the best pillow that I've come across, and that is the one that I'm currently using. Until I find one that's better, that's the one that I'm I'm promoting. You should get one. I mean it's just that simple, okay? And you can sell pillows. Not like I'm going to I'm not a pillow salesman. I'm not selling hundreds of them or something like that, but I might sell, I don't know, 5 a month or something like that. Why not? It's an added value and it's an it's an extra service that you can offer and people now value you for more than just what you do for them when they're getting an adjustment. They're like, "Wow, um, you know, you're giving me a solution for something else that I have a problem with." Okay? So, um, so know your limits, know your capacity, and uh, know what, uh, what you can add to your plate and not dilute the value of what you're doing for people. And believe me, this applies across all businesses. This is a business thing, um, good for any business person out there. Know your limits, know how much you can offer, be good at what you're good at, um, it's not worth it to be bad at something or just be mediocre at something because that does not look good, it doesn't feel good to people, and ultimately you're gonna get bad, bad reviews from people, et cetera, and it's just, it's just not worth it. Okay, so making the most of your office space, making your office space pay, look out for the leeches that will try to leech space from you and say that they can do stuff for you and they just wanna leech off your patients. Um, Make sure you're using your space and that it's printing money. And then uh, find the things that you can offer in your chiropractic practice, in your business that can um, be nice additional um, sources of revenue for you but are not going to drown you in something that you're not passionate about because it's going to be exhausting for you. Be passionate about the things that you want to be passionate about. Okay? So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And uh uh, thanks for staying hungry. I always want you hungry. Share, share, share this information with anybody that you know. Please make sure if you haven't subscribed, subscribe so you get a little reminder every, every week uh, when the newest episode of Cairo Feast uh, comes out. So as always, pay it forward.